brought to you by by your favorite therapy podcast. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Hello, Bessie. It's your favorite caffeinated, medicated, and never hydrated nurse, Nurse John. And welcome back to our podcast. Are you guys feeling chilly? It is fall season. Guys, it's time for the pumpkin spice latte, the pumpkin pie, everything cinnamon, everything apple cider stuff. I'm so excited. This is my favorite season. One thing I like about fall is that all the trees are either orange, yellow. All these colors is just so beautiful. And here in Quebec, we have a lot of like trails and mountains that you can hike, which I do every single time with my friends. So we started like five years ago when we hike in one of these mountains. So we're three nurses, two people in the army. One of us is a doctor and the other one is an accountant. Another one is a pilot. So we're just a group of people. We were brought in together. Three of them are my friends from nursing school. So basically, we decided that every Thanksgiving here in Canada, which is around October, we would hike different mountains and we would camp. And one thing about me and the people that I'm camping with is like, we like camping, not glamping. I don't like glamping. I want to experience like in the woods stuff. So we have our tent. We make our own fire. We cook in a little like pot and jar and whatever we have. And I just like that because you're also connected to nature. And at the same time, you can like unwind and just forget all the stress in life, your work, just everything. And you're with a bunch of people that you like and you you feel connected with. So then, yeah. So we're doing that again this year. We just don't know where we're going to go. We're probably going to the United States in New York because they have Adirondacks, which do have more trails. So we're going to do that. So it's going to be fun. I like that. I'm just really scared at night because, you know, skinwalkers and stuff like that. <laughs> and also fall season and Halloween, you guys. Are you guys do you guys celebrate Halloween? Because, I mean, I'm Catholic and in the Philippines, we don't really celebrate Halloween like that. We go to the cemetery and then we sit down next to our loved one's tomb. And basically, we just reminisce the days that they were alive with us. We talk about them. That's kind of how we do it in the Philippines. Because here, when I move here in North America, Halloween is more like a party. It's even better celebrated than Christmas, which in the Philippines, it's big. You know what I mean? Like here it's celebrated. Everyone goes out to a friend's house, to the club. They all dress up. So I guess it's just, you know, I guess that's the culture of it here in Canada, which I don't mind. I mean, it's fine. It's just for us in the Philippines. It's more celebrating the people that you love who died and then talking about their life and just being with them because most of the time they're just, you know, buried there. I feel like they're always still with you. And I think they do the same thing in South America with like the Spanish people, like Spanish culture. They do that. I forgot what you call that because in Coco, the Disney movie, they do that. And that's basically how we celebrate everything. We eat, we talk, we sing, we do things. Anyways, going back, welcome back, Bessie, to your favorite podcast. I'm so happy that you're back here. And I'm so happy that you're listening again. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And before we head on to our episode, please do me a favor. If you're listening right now, make sure you download this episode and the past episode. Give us a five star in Spotify and Apple. Follow our podcast and turn on notification. This will update you every single week when we release an episode, which is every Friday. But it's just that so you don't forget because sometimes you forget and I, I want to make sure you get your weekly therapy with me because baby if we cannot afford therapy listen the only time I was able to afford therapy was this year okay it took me 28 years so to go to therapy and be able to afford therapy so this is your free therapy session with me where unlocking traumas we're sharing our deep deepest darkest secret and we're just going to feel validated feel like you belong feel like you're understand in this podcast that's why i love this and again thank you guys so much for supporting me and also before we start we should cheers with this favorite caffeinated drink that i like and now it's my addiction it's called rice fuel r-y-s-e fuel it's an energy drink that has 200 milligrams of caffeine because the thing about like other brands like Red Bull, it makes my heart like thump. Like 
I would go tachycardic at like 200 beats per minute. And there's a crash for me whenever I have that or when I have coffee. So then I try to find the best possible energy drink and I land in this one, which is Rice Fuel Energy Drink that has zero sugar, first of all, because I'm trying to watch my sugar because I already eat a lot of sugar in the hospital and usually. So this has zero sugar and they have so much flavor. They have Smarties, they have uh, strawberry, peach, Baja Burrs, and this one is a Tiger Blood, which I really like. So if you want your RYSE Fuel energy drink, just type in Google Rice Fuel Locator and you can find the nearest rice on you. They're in GNC and, and a lot of like gas station and whatnot. Love you, Bestie. So cheers. Let me open this one. Ooh, love it. And I like it because again, it's not too sweet. And at the same time, it's carbonated, which I like. And there's 200 milligrams of choline also. Oh, mm. Cheers, Bestie. And also, if you do not recognize, I'm wearing this cute little zip-up hoodie. It's actually my merch, Bestie. And you can find it in www.nursejohndoublen.com. Look at the back of this. And you can only see this when you go to my YouTube video. Because <laughs> I upload my podcast in my YouTube channel. So you can find this in my YouTube channel. Well, this episode is all about the six red flags. The six piece of nursing. Do you guys know... Who are the six people that we have to avoid as nurses? Let's start with physician, paramedic and EMTs, pilot, police, <laughs> transporter, <laughs> firefighter, and military. Actually, there's eight of them. This people in a uniform should be avoided by the healthcare worker. But the thing is, we are attracted to what's bad for us, just like them alcohol. Hmm? And guess what? I ask you guys to give me stories of your interaction, relationship, past relationship with all the six Ps, this uniform people. This uniform, guys and girls. And guess what? You guys are going to hear all the teas right now from real life stories from people. Are you guys ready? Sit back, relax, and trigger warning. There's going to be some stuff here that you might be able to relate or that's going to like bring up your past traumas and situations. So I'm just giving you a trigger warning. There's going to be cheating. There's going to be fairy tale. There's going to be drama and toxicity and most probably there's some abuse stuff. So I'm just letting you know. If it's too heavy for you, pause the podcast. Wait a second. Take a deep breath and remind yourself that whatever happened before is not going to define who you are today because your past should be there and burden. And you're the only thing you're not going to do is forget it, but you're going to forgive these people. That's one thing I always do. I will never forget what you did to me, but I will forgive you for what you did to me because I owe that to myself. I don't want to be in bad blood with anyone else, but I will not forget what you did to me. Sit back, relax. And again, this is a safe space. You are validated here. You are worthy. You are loved. And this is your therapy with me. We're unlocking everything. Are you ready, Bessie? Let's get into it. I think this is what happens when you drink too much caffeine. But guess what? That's what keeps me alive <laughs> and moving. So I got to keep drinking them. First story we have here. So my doctor literally my doctor but works in another ward tried to pick me up he was in my tie but he has a wife oh god there you go we started already a red flag a wife i said i like him but there is no option for me for any date until he is married he said sorry and apologized to me a few months later my friend asked me for a help to bring some stuff from the magazine he closed the door and started kissing me up and touching me everywhere well first of all i feel like that's a bit of a harassment as long as you didn't let him but like you know this guys man sometimes you gotta give them a good slap for them to realize mm -mm, you cannot do that i push him and start yelling at him enough i think you need to cool down you have a wipe buddy period as you should and again guys sometimes some people always you know find i don't know how to explain it but like again i would call this as an harassment because sometimes people will find that they can just take advantage of you and you should have reported this guy first of all because that's not right that what he did okay i opened the door and my doctor was standing and staring at me i wanted to die after that, my doctor got a divorce. I beg your pardon and started dating my other co-worker. I beg your biggest pardon. And my friend went to manager and said he don't want to work with me because I'm trying to flirt with him and he has a... Okay, first of all, I think the co-worker was fooled by this guy. She thinks 
that she owns him. But what she doesn't know is actually this guy is probably flirting with other people from other wards. This doctor is probably cheating on many other girls and he has probably this charisma of making this woman believe that they're the one, they're the only one and they he has no commitment in life. And that is a really bad red flag. If I was in that case and she confronted me, I would tell her the truth that, excuse me, just to let you know, this man is actually married and he's trying to flirt with me and I didn't give him that chance and he tried to harass me. So just letting you know, if you want to continue doing this with him, you can, but I'm just trying to warn you, girl, you're going to get hurt at the end, period. And let her be. You know what? It's not your fault. You did the right thing though. Get yourself out of that red flag and toxicity and drama because one way or another, all of these women are going to show up and they're all going to be fighting each other, which I don't understand why would they do that? Like we've heard stories of like women, like four or five, six women fighting each other for that one guy. But look at it, you guys. Why are you guys fighting for this one dude who's probably not worth your physical, emotional, and mental health energy? There's so many other guys there who's probably going to treat you right, who is not married, who's not cheating, and who's not flirtatious like this man. End it. Period. Next. I was engaged and while ending my engagement, started dating an officer at work. Oh. Yeah, this went on for a couple of months, but I didn't tell anyone for obvious reasons. Turns out this officer had a girlfriend on the floor and was sleeping with at least three to four other women. I beg your pardon. Legit, John Tucker must die. I texted his girlfriend about it all and how he even dropped the L-bomb and this bitch, oh, she mad, turned around and moved in with him. I have to see him at the wedding next month for the first time in a year and a half since everything. So, so, so much more tea. But yeah, we stay away from the police now. Period. And girl, you did the right thing because you tried to save your girly from him. But guess what? She was too dumb. And I don't want to say dumb, but like... Some people don't realize what they're going into. And just for me, if I was in that situation and I already know that the person that I'm in a relationship with had a history of cheating, is cheating, somebody came up to me and tell me they're cheating, I would trust those people because why are those people going to waste their time to tell you that your man is cheating if they're not actually cheating? Why would they do that out of nowhere? A random woman tells you that your husband is flirting with me and your husband is trying to cheat with you with me. Don't fight her. Fight that man and leave that man. He's the problem. And sometimes, you know, the problem too is probably the girl because maybe she's flirting too. But in this situation, she's warning you. She's trying to save you from some heartache, from some drama. But she choose to move with him. And guess what, girl? On that wedding, mm -mm, don't even get yourself close to this man. Because I'm going to tell you right now, he isn't worth it. And he's probably going to try to flirt with you again. And you know what? If you see him flirting in the wedding with some other woman, take a picture and send it to the girl again. <laughs> Make it spicy, girl. I mean, not the police. Not the police. Mm-mm. Next. I am a social worker. Woo! Shout out to my social worker. My other twin sister and brother. Who? was separated at birth but has the same shitty difficult life <laughs> honestly though social workers goes through it just like nurses the amount of mental and emotional and physical stress they go through for the amount of money they're paid not enough and where are you gonna see them in the bar drinking with the nurse and a teacher <laughs> because I feel like nurses, teachers, and social workers are triplets who were born and again separated at birth, but they all have the same fate in life. Shitty freaking jobs. <laughs> I love you. Love you, social worker. Thank you guys for what you do. Thank you for fixing people's lives. Thank you for finding resources for people to be able to live in the community without suffering. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are God's miracle worker. Thank you. And you guys deserve more. More pay, value, and respect. Period. Okay. I'm a social worker married to a pilot. Poop. 
There you go. Social worker and a pilot. We've been together nine years and met in college. Over the years, he's had a colleague who would have affairs on trips. Okay. This is the problem with the uniform guys. Okay. They always, always cheat. And I'm sorry if I'm generalizing it, babe, but there's way too many stories to not even believe it. I would not say 95%, but let's give it 50-50. The other 50s are saved. The other 50 were not. He's had colleagues who would have affairs on trips or would enjoy the strip club on layovers knowing their partner wouldn't like that one of his colleagues lost his virginity at a brothel on a trip and proudly share about wow well you know this is giving small d energy many of the older ones have been married multiple times and have told my husband it's cheaper to just stay married this time around excuse me disrespectful cunts Realistically, not every pilot is a scumbag like that and many are great partners. Exactly what I'm saying. I'm not generalized. I mean, I kind of generalize it, but I'm not generalizing it to like every single pilot, but there's a lot of them. That's the problem, just like every other uniform people. But there's definitely a fair share of slime balls in the industry. O-M-G. And I hope... Listen, if you've been with this man for nine years, I hope so that he's not doing what his colleagues are doing because you know how like peer pressure is. And again, peer pressure should not affect you and your relationship with your person because again, at the very end of the day, what I would always think is that the person I'm with has been there and has never given up on me when I given up on myself. You know what I mean type of thing? So why would I give up our long-term relationship for a quick five minutes of happiness <laughs> two minutes of ha- 30 seconds of happiness right so think 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 your relationship listen sometimes when you're in the situation you're just not thinking properly but at the same time you should be thinking properly though how are you going to ruin your 25 years of marriage your five years your 10 years of marriage for a quick fun for a quick stop in paris <laughs> and i'm throwing just paris in there i'm not saying paris has a lot of like strip club or something like that but i'm just saying for this situation like why would you do that no never never ever okay next i got ass out in a patient's room while i was a nursing student and he was a resident physician we are now married what what that is the most unprofessional (laughs) unethical cute fairy tale and i am so happy for you guys and i can see you guys have a picture here together oh my god is this your wedding you guys are super cute congratulate not a nurse and a doctor oh my god the amount of crap you probably tell him you're probably like all you guys do is diagnose give us orders but you guys are not there 24 (laughs) 7 i just want to be a fly in the wall when a nurse gets home the physician husband is at home too and i just want to hear how the nurse wife talks to the doctor husband (laughs) they probably unload so much stuff it's like there is this doctor and you know what all of you doctors crap all you do is ask us for verbal order (laughs) i just want to be a fly in the room and like listen to a conversation (laughs) but congratulations guys i am so happy that it all worked out and sometimes you know when fate and destiny true love comes in the most unexpected time and it just so happened that it was in a patient's room that your true love asked you (laughs) out and it all worked out congratulations guys i am so happy for you please enjoy your marriage and i don't know but like i've heard so many stories of like how toxic it is to be dating first of all nurse to nurse dating actually you know what they said that you should date a nurse because a nurse would understand you more than dating someone who's an accountant an engineer or something like that and to let you guys know i actually am married to a nurse and we met in nursing school and the thing about it like i said i'm keeping my private life private my personal life private so i just want to let you guys know so i'm giving you just a little scoop of it we have been together for five years now and i can tell you right now the reason why i love her so much is because she has been with me through thick and thin even the times that i don't love myself she loved me even the times when i given up on myself she has not given up on me so i love love her so much we just got married like a month ago (laughs) 
<laughs> so congratulations to all our married people. And that's all the scoop I'm giving with my personal life. I just want to keep that part private. Okay. Thank you guys for understanding. And I love you guys so much. Next. I dated this guy for two years. Worst two years of my life. It was toxic, but sex was great. <laughs> Anyways, he was a paramet. Paramedic. When we got together and he went through Firefighter Academy. Okay, that's a double red flag, girl. I've always had the impression that everyone sleeps with each other like EMS. Oh my God. Police and firefighters. I have had severe trust issues with him and seeing him liking his co-worker have naked photos and denying it. Oh my Lord. I beg your pardon. Red flag. Thank you, girl. I paid most of the time and brought him to all these nice, fancy restaurants and he couldn't do the same for me. Girl, if it was the first, it's fine. The second you do it again and he's still not doing anything to kind of like treat you like how you should be treated. Like, you know, bring you to a fancy restaurant, buy you this. And, and I know I'm talking about material stuff right now, but like a little spoiling like that goes a long way. You know what I mean? For someone to feel appreciated, for someone to feel valued. And if you been doing this for a long time and he hasn't done anything else for you girl leave the fuck out of that relationship you don't deserve that man and him liking naked pictures he cannot be like that's mia khalifa or that's um this no there's no megan fox there's no angelina jolie no that is still lusting you know what I mean? Like, you cannot be like, oh, well, it's a celebrity. No, you're still lusting on that woman. It's still a woman that you're lusting. Oh, my God. No. -uh. I pretty much supported him through his firefighter academy, cooking and taking care of his dog. While I go to nursing school full time, had to work two times a week and trying to take care of myself. Gave so much of myself when he couldn't do half the shit I did for him. Oh my God. First of all, I am so sorry, girl. And you deserve so much better. Someone who will treat you more than you treated that guy. Wow. And guess what, girl? It's not your loss. It's not your fault. You did your part in the relationship and he did not. And guess what? He is a real scumbag because he lost a gold while trying to find some silver. I'm so sorry. I hope you listen. True love will come to you. And again, when you do good things to people, good things happen to you. So no matter what, girl, I know, I know in the future, you're going to find someone who will treat you as much as you've treated them and even more. I am so sorry you went through that. And that's gone bad. Karma. Karma, karma, karma. I'm sorry. He will get. He will get it. Next. <sighs> you guys. It's just so funny though because I get there all of these stories is within the healthcare community. And I when I say healthcare, again, we're including paramedics, we're including firefighters. It's just a lot of cheating. I don't know what's in healthcare that makes people want to cheat on their relationship. I remember in one of the episodes someone mention how it's the riveting fiery like excitement that you get from like trying not to get caught in the hospital but first of all like again if you're doing it and you're single sure fine you did it in the hospital and whatever but like doing it in the hospital which is already wrong and then doing it with someone who's already married have kids or been in a relationship for a long time that's even worse <laughs> And like these people should not even be where they at in life if they do that. And I'm sorry if you've ever did this. And again, I am I am not judging people who have cheated, but most of the time the people who have cheated must be going through some kind of like mental situation and they're not thinking properly. And if you have done that, I hope that you're changing yourself. I hope that you're improving yourself. And again, your mistake should not define who you are now. Because again, if you're doing great now and you're trying to change yourself for the betterment, I'm proud of you. But if you're still doing the same, same thing now, I'm sorry, but you're going to need some therapy, some lesson, and some karma on you. Because this is not correct. There are people who give their life, who give their time to be with you and this is what you do mm -mm. period no okay next 
Hi, student nurse here. Okay, we even got a student nurse. Okay, let's get into this. Just saying not every P is a red flag. Okay, I love that. My boyfriend who works as a patient transporter. Okay, a nursing student and a transport. A usual. <laughs> I've been with him for almost four years now. Congratulations, girly. And I'm so happy for you guys. And he is the most kind and thoughtful man I've ever met. Hoping he will pop the question soon. Honestly, my advice is trust your gut and you'll know when they're the right person for you. Oh, that is so cute. And I'm so happy that it's all working out with you guys. Again, you have a transporter, babe. That is as hot as it can get. That man, I can tell you, ain't lazy. He will do things for you because if he can run and get a patient from unit 7 to bring that patient to x-ray in the, the next 15 minutes, he will run at 3 a.m. in the morning to get you McDonald's if you're craving on it. I'm telling you. <laughs> and I've met so many transport people and I just love them. They're the kindest. Okay, not all of them because I've met some transporter who are really asses and assholes. And, but I've met so many great transporter who are just amazing, so friendly, so nice. Uh, thank you guys. And listen, make him listen to this. And I just want to tell you, Pop the question. Ask her. Marry her. She deserves to be treated like a queen. Listen, Mr. Transporter, you're dating a nurse. What could you ask for? What else could you ask for? You had the best of the best. And I'm being biased here as a nurse, but like, man. <laughs> Next, let's read some spicy stuff. She said, so I met a police officer at work. Of course, I work in the ER, perfect, where you should be, <laughs> finding them. We was hot. I filtered with him, walking way too much around him in my tight scrub pants. You know, the booty popping. <laughs> we did it for two months. He was perfect. My absolute soulmate, the most amazing sex ever. <laughs> Sorry, am I allowed to say that? Well, you did, girl, and I mentioned it already. Again, this is explicit. <laughs> then out of nowhere, he dumped, I beg your biggest pardon. I thought this is going to be a hot, steamy fairy tale. Okay, then out of nowhere, he dumped me for his ex. What? What? I still see him at work with all the P38 we have. One night, he had to stay at my job because he was waiting for the coroner for a suicide case. Trigger warning. I went to talk to him. He noticed I had my lips done and wanted to try them. Oh, this man, flirtatious red flag. So we made out by the dead body. Girl, are you serious? So we made out by the dead body. For a couple of months after that, we were still sending noodles and teasing on Instagram. He is still with his GF, by the way. Girl, girl, sit down. We gotta talk. It's over now. Okay, I still see him at work, but I know now that I was his best ever. I still have the screenshots. <laughs> okay, Miss Girly, I have to talk to you though. Right now, right here. If you're listening right now, Girly, you know this is your story. First of all, we have to talk about the fact that do you know that this man was with someone? If you did not, that's not your fault. Don't blame yourself. Some men are just assholes and a filthy liar. If option number two, you did know that this man is with someone and then you keep flirting with him and making out with him, then that's where I got a problem that we need to talk about. Because again, it's easy to get teased. It's easy to fall for someone looking like that on a uniform. But girl... If somebody's waiting for him at home and thinking that this man is someone to be trusted with, we're doing the wrong thing. Like, I mean, bestie, I know we all have our needs and everything, but again, we can't touch. We can't look with people who has a ring in their finger. We're not going down that rabbit hole. We're not going to end up like that. And I'm not saying you're that type of person, but I'm just saying, girl, if you did that mistake, I hope in the future you're not going to do it again because that is not right. Okay? I love you and I hope you move on from him. And please, let's not do that again. And you know what to do now from that past experience, right? 
And if you're listening right now and you're on that situation, end it. Leave that man. He's not worth it. He's not worth your time, stress, love, effort, and everything else. There are so many other guys out there who probably wants you, who wants to date you, who wants to be with you, and who would treat you right, and who is single and not in a relationship. Please. I love you guys. Next. Hi, Bestie. So let me tell you this. T, my ex-husband and I worked in the same hospital some years ago, but no one knew I was his wife. Good. Keeping it professional. He was a CNA and I got hired as the admission PRI nurse after. He was having affairs with many women at work, some of which knew he had a wife. That's the problem I have. The woman used to come in my office and talk crap about me to me, not knowing it was me, the wife, they were talking to. One or two actually gave details about my husband's escapades that they were participating in. Girl, how did you keep your calm? I would have jumped right there. Oh my lord. In the facility. I would listen and laugh and take notes. I already knew divorce was happening. I made up my mind. Fast forward at the tail end of the pandemic, the nursing home was struggling with staffing. They asked me to come back. I said, I can part-time. Well, guess who was on my staff one night? A girl who fucked my husband. She thought I was just the best. She wanted to befriend me. So she sent me an FB request. I swear. The girl went through my entire page and find our wedding picture. She came to work the next day and I was like, oh my God, I didn't know you were so and so's wife. <gasps> you petty little motherfucker. <laughs> you crazy girl. I love you. <laughs> you did that. Okay, wait up, guys. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just hyping her up because I don't know how she kept her calm, her patience, everything and you know what girl i think you're doing something great here the next day and was like oh my gee i didn't know you were so and so wife i laughed and said i know funny right she then tried to explain how he would come onto her etc cope oh my god you guys coping plea baby i let her ass have it in the neatest way possible and send her back to her assignment to mind the business that pays her she did that she did that the rest of the staff was like whoa it was at that point they all learned play stupid games win stupid prizes with me i then called my ex and cussed him out because his side chicks are still bothering me and we had been divorced for a few years already girl that is crazy and you did that you probably know this man already so well from the very beginning and it's just so happened that all of your thoughts all of your anxiety all of your stress came to reality and you trap him in this women oh my god first of all i'm really 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 sorry and i hope you have moved on from the heartaches from the stress from all the traumas that you've been through going through this relationship and again like i could never in my end if i was in your shoes Hearing just one story of like, let's say my partner is like cheating on me type of thing. I would not let it happen. Like it, that's the end. There's no like, I'm gonna wait for it number two, three, four, five, six, because you know what? There's probably more, but you literally listen to all the people he's cheating with. Like you were raised right. That's all I can tell you. You were raised right. You didn't want for aggressiveness. You didn't went for toxic, dramatic. If you ever are that type and... I think I'm that type. That's not bad too. But you've kept your calm professionally. And I am just so sorry for this. And wow, girl, you did that. The P-E to the T-T-Y. Boom. You you set the trap and they were all shooked. That is so funny. But at the same time, it's so sad because you had to go through that. I am so sorry. Again, it's not... I don't understand when people already know that this person they're flirting with is married and they still continued to do it with them. Like, is it... Is the risky part of, like, getting caught the fun of it? Is that what they think is good? Uh, I don't understand some people. I just cannot. I... I'm sorry, but this is crazy. And girl, if they're still bothering you, talk to your attorney. You know what? Get some restraining order from these people because why they're bothering you? <laughs> they should be bothering the man. That freaking man. Because he should be the one stressing, not you. Get that restraining order from these people. Mm -mm, that's not right. Next. Hi, John. My fiance is a former firefighter, EMT, and now a paramedic. 
Okay. We started dating as he was finishing his firefighter training and yes, can confirm a man in a uniform is sexy as fuck. We have both bonded over being healthcare workers and serving our communities and, and honestly, it has been the best thing I didn't know I needed. We are going to get married next October. Congratulations. And I hope everything works out and I hope your relationship lasts forever. A nurse and a paramedic, baby, you guys, you, <laughs> this is like the power couple of trauma bonding. <laughs> Wedding is stressful. I can tell you that right now. It was so stressful, mine. And I hope everything works well and I'm happy for you guys. Next. I started nursing school in January and two weeks later, I got asked out by a guy in the same clinical group as me. I said, yes, not in nursing school. It's been almost seven months now and our clinical group of nine still doesn't know we're dating. <laughs> However, as you should, guys, again, we have to keep everything professional. And I don't want people who I am with know that I'm dating someone because they're going to think like, oh, they're probably helping each other. Oh, they're probably like cheating, like in the exam or like doing that. Like, I don't want any of those gossips or drama. So I rather keep it professionally. However, I hate when it's however, because it's either like it's a good thing or however, it's a bad thing. And there's some kind of drama. However, when we were with people from other clinical groups, they knew right away. Okay, so it's not it's not bad. Who we've spent the last seven months with every day, not noticing. But people from other groups who we barely ever see do know. Anyways, if they are still clueless, we hope to prank them about it. And when we graduate from nursing school, that is so funny. And again, like I've met my fiance, my wife now in nursing school and we did that together. And again, and again, we keep everything private between us and we never tell anyone until the very end. And again, it's better that way. Just like now in my public life, I'm keeping everything very private. Happy for you guys. I hope everything works out and I hope you guys help each other get through nursing school because it's the hardest, hardest profession ever. And you guys are going to get it. Love you. At my first job, an RT kept trying to take me out on a date and I kept rejecting him, as you should. <laughs> we had mutual friends, so I hung around at the same people often. There was a CNA at work who I've never interacted with since we work on different units and she floated to my unit once. I was the RN supervisor and I thought she just didn't like me because I was her boss. So I asked one of my friends at work if there was something I, I did or I said to her to offend her. My friend responded, it's probably because she thinks her baby daddy flirts with... What? What? My friend responded, it's probably because she thinks her baby daddy flirts with you. Turns out the homegirl was pregnant and they were together while he kept trying to ask me out. Girl... You dodge a freaking bullet. Oh my God. The poor pregnant girl. Oh my God. Would you help her though? Like, did you like kind of tell her that this man is flirtatious? Like, leave. Again, it's like easy to say for someone outside of that relationship and whatnot. But like, I don't think the relationship is going to go somewhere if he's already doing all of those stuff while she's pregnant and probably even before she was pregnant it's hard to have a kid on the way and being pregnant alone and raising that kid alone just like how my mom did it and she struggled a lot but i think to lessen that you should not even be with that man because i don't know what what other stuff he's capable of doing after you give birth or while you're still pregnant. How do you know he wasn't only flirting with one freaking person? Do you know what I mean? That's crazy. Girl, save the home girl. Save your home girl. She's not. Mm. Next. All right. We have three more stories, you guys. Do you guys want a part two of this? I think we need a part two of this. There's so many stories. You guys are probably shocked in all of this cheating situation, this crazy toxic drama. And we still do have a lot of fairy tales, you guys. So there is still a chance, but it's super rare because most of the stories that we have here is really drama. Next, you forgot about the military men. <laughs> military because again they're peace right <laughs> so military men in uniforms more specifically power rescue men i've never heard of that look up what this badass heroes in uniform do they make us nurses go wild and she sent an emoji of like salivating <laughs> 
I work on a trauma unit as a new grad in a big military city and saw all my co-workers get played by the firefighters, policemen, paramedics, border patrol agents, <laughs> border patrol agents who would get caught by us watching porn on their phones in the patient's room. No. Mm-mm. And trauma or through residents coming and going on our floor. There was a lot of thirst and drama with all these ma- many men in uniform. Can you blame a girl? My preceptor day one told me to not shit where I eat and I thankfully listened to her. Thank you. She said, but I ended up marrying a one night stand from a night out with a dangerous combo of nurses and pararescue men who I threw up on three (laughs) three times that night because because I was so drunk, left my shoes at his Airbnb the next morning because I was so embarrassed by my actions and swore I'd never see him again. Of course, the next day he texted me and say, hey, Cinderella. You forgot your shoes. Okay, fairy tale. I told him I didn't want to see him again. Well, he's now my prince charming husband who told me I was the one the moment he laid his eyes on me that faded night. Even after that disaster that I was and I told him I love him one week after knowing him. So we're living out that stereotypes of nurse and military man in a uniform and I couldn't be happier for my fairy tale love story. I am so happy for you guys. It all worked out. See, guys, there is hope. (laughs) A hope in a very rare situation. Next. Regarding dating people in uniform, I'm a nurse who dated a cop. We are celebrating 20 years together and 15 years of marriage this year. I've seen a lot of shit goes down in nurse, teacher, cop circle in those relationships, but it's been amazing for us and our family. Husband is no longer an officer, but in federal law enforcement. There you go, guys. Back to back fairy tale. Back to back positive. Back to back no cheating. No crazy toxic situation. I am so, so happy. Thank you for this amazing man. And again, guys, not all men are trashy. There are still men out there who are good. There are still good men out there. Trust. And we're talking specifically good men in uniform. Not everyone is like that. (laughs) Okay. This is our last story, baby. Last story. Are you guys ready? Let's get it. Let's get it together. Hi, I'm a former paramedic, current nurse, and I met my boyfriend while I'm in EMS. I trained him as an EMT, then a medic, and I always had a crush on him despite his girlfriend at that time. Girl, okay. Okay, guys. Hold your thoughts. We're not judging anyone yet. We have to listen for the full story. Again, we're not judgmental people. We cannot assume. We have to learn that. I looked for the next best option and dated his best friend for a while before we decided it wasn't working. Girl, is that a rebound type of situation? (laughs) That's not good though. Okay. Years of friendship later and we finally were both single and ready to be in a long-term relationship. And we are living together now. Okay. He works day shifts on the truck and I work night shift in a cardiac step down. He's the best man I've ever met in my life. Just a good human being and an intelligent and professional medic. I've never met anyone more caring about his patient and keeping his own skill sharps on every call, regardless of the situation. I'll confess, most days I still feel like a paramedic moonlighting as a nurse. So maybe that's why we work so well together. Either way, we're gonna grow old and hate our healthcare lives together. That is really, really cute, you guys. I mean, like the first, <laughs> before it ended up you guys together, it was a little, um, guys, what's happening in here? Well, I guess if if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. It's going to happen. Again, fate and destiny will bring two people together no matter what. And it all happens. I have this friend who immigrated from the Philippines and then came here to Canada and met his wife who is from Europe. And now they're together. And I was just thinking into my, like, in just, you know, inside of me, it's like, how are two people who have been stranger for like 25, 30 years have met in a country that they're not even born at. And then now they're together, has a family and living together. Really, destiny is something. Like, it exists. Like, if your fate is to meet this one person from, I don't know, Czechoslovakia or Croatia, and you're all the way from, I don't know, Japan, 
but you guys are meant to be together, you will be together at the very end. Or if it didn't work out before and you guys meet, I've heard so many stories of like partners who got divorced and then after 10, 15 years, they got back together and now they're growing all together and they couldn't be any happier. I guess sometimes, you know, relationships are just really hard. It has its ups and downs and really it's just the fact that you're not going to give up on that person. It's realizing that at the very beginning, they might have changed from who they were when you met them, but that doesn't mean they change for the bad. They just adapted to the whole relationship that they are in and they become the person they who they are now because of you, because of your contribution to their growth. That's how I see it. And I really do believe it's the compromising part really is what keeps a relationship going. Sometimes the compromising part, I think also is the problem because sometimes there are people who aren't able to compromise or they stand real hard with what they believe in and they always collide with that other person. It's also realizing that, again, a lot of times we fall in love with someone because they're so the same like us. You feel connected to them because you guys have so many things in common. But what I realized in a relationship is that after those honeymoon phases, honeymoon years, like two, three, four, five years together with that person, you're going to realize that you guys are actually two different people, like very opposite people, and you guys are not the same. And the good thing about it is I think that's better when you guys are don't think the same every single time that you guys have your own opinion. But what matters is at the end of the day, when you guys are arguing or fighting, that you guys come up with a compromise that, hey, I'm willing to compromise this because I rather have him or have her happy than mad because I value our relationship over this small little thing or over this argument. And again, also therapy. Therapy helps a lot. I always suggest it to my friends who's in a relationship that they should all go to couples therapy. And therapy is not because there is something wrong. Sometimes you can just go to a therapy with someone because you want a stranger to be in between your relationship and someone who can listen to both of your sides and not judge and be able to kind of help you both that, hey, maybe you're just not seeing this person's side or you're just thinking way too much and you should not you know what i mean like a therapist is just there to help you navigate through your relationship and be able to learn communication skills resolving problem situation skills and that is the most important thing and again going back to the whole situation because we've read a lot of stories in in here that pertains to a lot of cheating a lot of people who are married in a relationship have kids Again, guys, don't take the price of an easy happiness, a five-minute happiness over a longer, more fruitful happiness with someone who is worth a risk. Worth a risk, I'm not saying like, this man is married, but I really like him, so I'm risking it. No, like someone who is single, someone who is worth your time, your effort, your stress, not someone who's married. And again, we've read a story too where that person was in love with this other person, but that person was in a relationship. And it just so happened at the very end that they're both single and it all worked out and now they're together. But it's not the case for every single situation. But don't pursue or don't flirt or just don't entertain someone when you already know that that person is in a relationship or they have a commitment with someone. And it doesn't matter if He tells you that, oh, we're actually in the middle of a divorce. We're actually don't live together now. That's not the point. The point is you don't want to get into the drama or any situation that you're not sure about. Again, you're not supposed to be fully 120% trusting this person when already they're going through a divorce or they're going through situations. Because you already know there is a problem. Are they the problem? Is the person they're divorcing or getting separated with is the problem? You don't know, right? You don't have the answer. So wait until everything is clear. And if you really want this person, you have to make sure, you have to investigate, you have to be straight up and know what's going on because you cannot just trust their words. Back it up. Again, documentation beats conversation. So document, (laughs) find the documentation this time. Find things that can reassure you that 
their situation is clear and clean and you are not hurting another human being from engaging in this kind of risky situation, it's not worth it, babe. It's not good. And again, if you are in this situation and you didn't know that they are in a relationship and you later find out, quit it. You might have feelings already for that person, but again, realize how this person, if they were able to cheat on the person they're in a relationship with, with you, do you really think they're not going to cheat with someone else if you guys get together and he leaves that relationship? He has 95% chance of doing that again. And guess what? You're going to get hurt at the end. And you cannot be shocked, girl, because again, if you found out and that this man is a cheater... And you continue doing it, you cannot be shocked at the end if he cheats on you with some other women or some other men and be like, oh my God, I didn't know you can do this to me. No, girl, you did know at the very beginning, but you did took that risk and you said to yourself, I'm going to do this. So you can blame him for being him because he is problematic as fuck, but you know the problem, but you did continue with it. So that's on you now. And I don't want you to be blaming yourself every single time, but like, girl, you know, at the very beginning, the red flag was waving. It was bigger than Mount Everest. And you'd see it, but you ate it up. <laughs> you ate it up and you say, you know what? I'm going to ignore these flags. You know what I mean? Like, it's not worth it. Also, I just want to clarify and just to make sure I'm not saying that all men and women in a uniform are red flags because they're not all as you have heard in the other stories. But there is a chance that it is like that. Mostly when there are group of men, like firefighters or paramedics. And I have friends in those profession. And I know what they do behind the fucking doors. Like they freaking watch. Mm, and they're liking women. They're talking about women. And if they're doing that, girl, there is a chance that, <laughs> you know. So you just want to be careful. Be careful. I'm not saying it's just not the man in uniform. Also, it's the female and the male in the scrub. Just like everybody else. You got to be careful because you don't know. You've heard the CNA story. You have a nurse story, a doctor story. Never engage in those kind of risky situations and it's not worth it. Trust me, babe. You deserve so much better and you're probably putting so much love and effort in this whole situation. So don't do it, babe. Okay? All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. It's so heavy. It's so, it's fiery. It's boiling hot. It's, oof. it's, there's a lot of tea in here. But I'm, I just, again, I just want to tell you guys, this is a safe space. This is a space where we can talk about all of this thing anonymously and it's all going to be in private. And I just want to tell you that this is your therapy session. This is where you can feel validated. And if you are going through this situation, this stories, you relate to it. There you go, girl. You are not alone. There are people out there who's going through the same thing as you. And what you remember is there are other people there who cares for you, who loves you, who sees you, who sees the hard work you do. Okay? So again, guys, before we leave, do me a favor. Make sure you download this episode and the past episodes. Follow us. Turn on notification and make sure you share this episode and tag I beg your pardon, double R in pardon on Instagram and always keep out because I always ask different stories so you guys can submit your stories to me. And again, I love you, love you, love you guys so much. I love you guys so much and I will see you on our next episode. Stay caffeinated, medicated, and hydrated. Love, Nurse John. Mwah. Ooh, actually. And before we end this, I just want to give you guys a real quick quotation in here listen to this very carefully most people cheat because they're paying more attention to what they're missing rather than what they have and that is on period because these people think they don't have the best of the best but actually they do but they're just you know they're not satisfied with what they have so learn to be satisfied with what you have and learn to appreciate the people who's there for you on your worst on your best, when you don't love yourself, and when you're feeling like giving up yourself. Because those people are the people who's worth the risk. I love you.